Welcome to Community Conversations with Dr. Jill Bowen. I am your host, Jill Bowen. The Department of Behavioral Health and Intellectual Disability Services, DBHIDS, has created this podcast to spotlight community members across the city to discuss important issues such as addressing experiences of trauma, achieving equity in delivering behavioral health services, and engaging community members in all aspects of our work. It is a framework that we call for short, TEC, T-E-C, Addressing Trauma, Achieving Equity, and Engaging Community. Each month, one of my community conversations will highlight the extraordinary work of advocates, champions, leaders, and everyday citizens working to advance behavioral health and wellness programs and support for people across Philadelphia. Thanks for joining the conversation. Today, I'm joined by Bill Krebs. Bill is an advocate who supports other self-advocates with disabilities throughout Philadelphia. Bill has been associated with DBHIDS, the City of Philadelphia Department of Behavioral Health and Intellectual Disability Services, for more than 20 years, including as part of the Public Awareness Committee. Welcome, Bill. When we spoke the other day, you described yourself as a self-advocate. Can you describe how you became an advocate and what that means? Well, to be a self-advocate is not a brown thing. It's not a tan thing. It's not a white thing or a yellow thing or a red thing. It's being yourself, to be outspoken, to believe what you believe in, speak up and speak out. A lot of people with intellectual disabilities don't know because the system doesn't allow them to do it. But I learned the hard way when I got my own voice. I didn't talk for the longest time, and now they can't shut me up, and I speak what's on my mind. And I train, tell other self-advocates they can be this. So I started at a young age when I didn't say anything to the age of 15 and I started getting my voice a little bit, but I was really not fully there. I was labeled with an intellectual disability, a development delays and a learning disability at a young age and the system keeps you down. So I had to find myself and when I found myself, I found my voice and I found who I was. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us. You mentioned that you play a role in a number of groups that help people with disabilities in Philadelphia and beyond. Which groups are you most engaged with? Can you share some of the work you do with them? Yeah, see, um, years ago, I was part of this thing called the, the PAC. It's called the Planning Advisory Committee with the Deputy Commissioner in Harrisburg. And his name was Kevin Casey, who appointed me at the time, which was called the Office of Mental Retardation Services. And we got rid of the R work, thank good for that. They invited parents, they invited people like me who are South Africans, they providers, people different counties from different parts of the states, but we're part of the system. There, I learned about things. I didn't just keep it to myself, I joined the family support groups that. Visions Equality runs, and they're throughout the city, Visions does, and it's a family support groups of parents who have people with disabilities in their families who learn things. So when at the state level, for example, sit on the governor's affair for people with disabilities, how the budget's coming out and who's ending the waiting list because it's waiting list for people to get services in the ID system. That means intellectual disabilities. I would let people know that the budget's coming out. Make sure you get in touch with your support coordinator in our system. 
and I help out run a group from Liberty uh, called UUU. They meet every third Friday of the month from one to three before the pandemic hit. Now it's Zoom call from one to two, maybe three. And we bring in people from the community. If someone says to me, Bill, I want to learn. Because it's all about the people we serve first. And they, oh, so you want to learn how to work and still keep your benefits. Because a lot of people are afraid to work when they're on SSI or SSD. So we have a benefit account to train these people what's going on about what the social things so they can interact. It's part of the community. So they know what's around them. I was invited to sit on, like I said, even I did federal government, I was invited to sit with um, the president of the United States when it was Barack Obama for a committee for people with disabilities, how employment means so much important to people with disabilities. Because we can have everything we want, but employment's hard for us to have. And it makes us like here in Pennsylvania, we call it everyday lives. This is really incredibly important for people to know and um, incredible work that you've been doing. And you're really talking about equity and you're really talking about community. And so when you learn something from all these groups, so you have a tremendous amount of information and experience, what do you do with the information in, in terms of connecting that up with the community? How do you share that information? How are you engaging the community to share all of this information and knowledge you have from these connections that you've been part of and these groups that you've engaged with? Uh, as I said, I volunteer my expertise. This is not a paid position. You know, we don't get paid. We, we get praises, not raises. So if you make money out of this, you don't make money out of this. You do it from your heart. And when I engage my communities, people know who I am. They know that Bill Krebs will tell them what's on their mind. He's not a job coach. He's not a support creator, a case manager. He's the regular kid who lives down the block who had that disability, who doesn't let his disability stop him. So I see myself with possibilities, not disabilities, the things I can do, what I can't do. So give me credit for what I do. You know, so when parent says they're not getting things done. The other parents said, do you know Bill Krebs? He's a self-advocate. He belongs to that committee. Maybe he could talk on your behalf. And I share that well. And like I said, it's not a brown thing or white thing or tan thing or a black thing or a yellow thing or a red thing. It's people. People come first. And I believe what I, somebody had to teach me about the system. And when I learned my mind was an empty sponge, it was hard-headed. Nothing was going through it. Knowledge was water. I stuck the sponge in the water. I sucked up what I can. I trickled out what I didn't need and I passed it on to the next person. And when I stayed firm, because my sponge was my head, you know, my brain, and I gave it because I could have kept it all myself, but I didn't. I wanted to share it with other people because I know what I went through when I was young and there was nothing out there for us. So is that what drives you? your own experiences and your desire to help others who may have been experiencing some similar challenges. I think you're right because a lot of people do that. They get the hype from it because they know what they want. It's the mother, mother may I system. You take three steps forwards and you say, mother, may I take three more steps forwards? She says, no, you take five steps backwards. So every time you think you get ahead, they knock you down. But if you get knocked down five times and you stand up one time, you're a winner. They didn't knock you down five times. So remember that. Take it from me. No matter what people say, you can do whatever you want. 
because anything's possible is possible if you follow your heart and you follow your dreams. You look at yourself now, look at me. That's such an incredibly hopeful message. Thank you for sharing that. Now, we use tech to ensure that our efforts align to address trauma, achieve equity, and engage community. And the work you do clearly, Bill, with engaging community and achieving equity for people with intellectual disabilities is, I would say, awe-inspiring. If others wanted to follow in your footsteps, how would they do it? What would you recommend? Just be yourself, whatever you do, just be yourself. Don't be afraid to speak up on what's on your mind because you'll never get the right answer that you want to hear, but it could be the right answer. Go knock on doors. If one door shuts, another door opens. Go to the next door. Get what you want to hear. What you learn from each person, you build into your toolkit, and that's who you are. That's who I am. Without my mentor, because I had a mentor who really sat down with me. He worked with the Office of Developmental Programs up in Harrisburg. But like I told you at the time, it was called Office of Mental Retardation. He took me under his wing. So let your kid go. Let yourself go. Let yourself be yourself. You know, you can't just let people tell you what you can't do, what you can do. There's a possibility. There are always endless what you can do. And for me, Look who I am today. People respect me, you know, didn't think I was that shy little kid anymore. They'll say, oh, no, here comes trouble down the hall, you know, when they look at me. But, but it's a good trouble because, you know, you're you're affecting other people's life and they want to have you're not that Michael Jordan. Let's be like Mike. Well, he made how many millions? No, let's be like Bill, a humble person, just like anybody else who lives in our community, who's just like anybody else who eats just like us. Well, really, thank you so much for sharing your perspectives. It will stay with me. It's not disabilities, it's possibilities. I think that that's really helpful and hopeful. And I don't know if if everybody understands that DBHIDS includes intellectual disability services, and you can go to dbhids.org and find the IDS or the intellectual disabilities services connection there so that you can see more of what is available for all Philadelphians. I want to thank you, Bill. This has really been helpful, I think, for many, inspirational, certainly for me, and I'm sure for others as well. I thank you for having me here. And now you can add to all of the things that you say when you describe yourself that you are a tech champion. Thank you very much. Be well, all. You too. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. To find out more about my guests and the work they are doing in the community, please visit the DBHIDS website at www.dbhids.org, where you can find out more about our work to address trauma, achieve equity, and engage community, as well as check out behavioral health resources available through our department at our Healthy Minds Philly website at healthymindsphilly.org. All links are in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode of our podcast. Thanks for listening and be well, Philadelphia.